Film Pulse is supported by the kind donations from listeners like you. Please consider subscribing to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash filmpulse for just $1 a month and help keep the podcast on the air. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. This is Ryan watching the movie where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Gone balls out in the lobby yard. Watching the Grumian Crawl. Magi. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches the Movie. This is episode number 252. My name's Adam Patterson. Joining me today, we got Kevin Rakestraw. How are you, Kevin? I'm doing pretty good. All right. We're also joined by Ryan Holes. How are you? I'm done. Whoa, somebody's cracking open a tall one. (laughs) (laughs) Cracking a cold one with the boys. (laughs) Wow. All right. You you forgot me on a metal name. Oh. Don't worry, we're gonna oh. we're gonna get there, Mikey. <laughs> uh, so, what movie do we have you watch this week? Surf two. Surf two. Pick this in honor of what is it? National Gnarly Day. National Get Gnarly. National Day. Get Gnarly Day. <laughs> I also love that it's called Surf Two: Colon The End of the Trilogy. Oh yeah. Surf 2, the end of the trilogy. Is it part of the trilogy? <laughs> I'm not sure it is. I don't think I'm pretty so. sure it's not. I think that has to do with the gnarliness. Yeah. I think we're going to be talking about a lot of gnarly stuff this episode. So this is written and directed by Randall M. Badat. I have a synopsis here. Evil nerd Menlo? Yep. Menlo. <laughs> wants to get revenge on some surfers by selling a bad batch of soda called Buzz Cola, which turns people into mutant zombies. It's up to Jocko, Chuck, Bob, and their surfer buddies to save the day. Buzz Cola, that's from, uh... Isn't that from The Simpsons? Yeah. Hmm. All right. wonder if they took it from... I wonder if The Simpsons pulled it from this. At any rate, Ryan, how was Surf 2... Well, this guy Menlo, he's a teenager, and it's quite a quite a bad surrender. And there's two of those who made characters so forgot. And there's some girls and some boobs and some cops named Chef Birdie. I'm sorry, Chief Birdie. Well, it's spell chief, but in the movie they say chef, so I'm not sure, but uh, I guess it's just me. I'll play on words, not really sure. And there's a principal, and the only part I remember about him is that his name ends with Daddy 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 O. He's played by Cleavon Little from yeah. Blazing Saddles. I was actually surprised by the number of people in this movie. Yeah, Eric Stoltz plays Chuck. Is he the main character? Is Chuck the main character? Yeah, he's one of the guys. Oh, okay. And I recognize the one girl that's with them, but I don't know her name. I don't know where I've seen her. But anyway... Before all this occurs, people play a practical joke of this man, little guy. And obviously, he's not too happy about it. 
and he wants to get rid of the Air Force because they, they're the ones that play the joke on him. So automatically he doesn't like any surfer at all. So he goes and invents this cola called Buzz Cola. And they say in the movie that one of its main ingredients is petroleum jelly. And apparently it has no actual cola ingredient in it at all. Mm-hmm. And it turns out these super guys, they drill everyone's racing into like a zombie sort of. Even though the one guy, I think it's the first guy, he breaks about his IQ. He's like 55. And then immediately he turns into a zombie. And I wasn't sure. If he was dumb beforehand and then just drank this stuff, or if he drank this and then became dumb, but a lot of other people just start becoming zombies to the point where, like, when they open bottles, instead of opening the cap, they just bite part of the top of the bottle completely off and drink it and pass it around like it's nothing. And a surfer guy have a surf competition coming up and their objective is to get rid of this man guy. And eventually toward the end he, there is this little layer underwater they're talking about how one of the side effects is growing boobs on guys. Mm. And this Menlo guy gets it. And he, like, lifts up his short and he has a bikini top. And I'm assuming it's supposed to be funny. And it may laugh for, like, a second. That was over. So do you get... So not only do you get the boobs, but you also get the bikini top with the boobs. Well, at the beginning of the movie, we get boobs with no bikini top. But okay, so he had to go out and get the bikini top. Yeah. I thought maybe it was like a two-for-one deal. And then they eventually stop him and make it to their, their big surf competition. And also, what they're playing to stop them, everyone refers to surfing as the greatest thing ever and the fact that it built the town they live in and possibly the entire country, even though there's only coastlines on two sides of the country. And they eventually, like I said, they stop them, and everyone lives happily ever after. All right. Would you? Hmm. So, what'd you think of this movie? Uh, uh I, don't know. I didn't really like it. What? what was the level of gnarly? Was it pretty gnarly? Not gnarly at all? Hella gnarly. Oh, I'd even? say a little gnarly like me a half by 
Halfway normal. But it's like, like, I feel like when I was watching it, I was supposed to be laughing more, but the stuff just wasn't funny. It was annoying. Mm. That's unfortunate. I'm looking at the guy. A lot of goofball things happened. Oh, so it's like, yeah. It it looked like it was going to be one of those kind of 80s crazy meatballs (laughs) style. Uh, uh, Wikipedia says that it's a mock mock of like all the 80s super movies with a little bit of horror in there also. Mm. Okay. Well, how was the horror? Was it scary at all? I can't imagine it would be. No. It was, I was pretty uh, surprised they were actually able to put horror elements in it. Because it looked like it had a budget of about $5. It is, it is kind of odd because like when you went through your rundown of it, you mentioned zombies but you didn't really mention too much more that like is is the whole zombie thing like an actual like integral part of this movie or no well i mean they're not zombies that like eat people they're just stupid yeah (laughs) they're brain dead they do everything incorrectly Mm. okay so they're not you don't really have to like defend yourself against zombies no. In this movie, because they can't, they can't Correct. really do anything. Correct. Do they? Do they attack anyone or do anything that would lead me to believe that they're zombies? Uh, not really. No. Do they at least look like zombies? They're they're kind of pale, <laughs> and their eyes are, I guess, a little rolled back in their head. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a zombie to me. <laughs> so Eddie Deason played Menlo. He was in a bunch of great '80s stuff, including Zapped with uh, that was with Scott Bayo, I think. He was in War Games. Pretty big fan of that movie. I think you were too, Ryan. Yeah. He was in Critters too. I've been meaning to go back and rewatch the Critters movies because I used to really love those when I was younger. Big fan of those Critters movies. Yeah, they're great. Critters, man. I'm gonna have to check them out. Yeah, I, I've I haven't seen them since I was a kid, so I'm looking forward to going back to them. But the highlight of his filmography that I'm looking at here is one that I, I think that we've touched on before, and that's the computer wore tennis shoes from 1995. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we talked about that uh, on the show before. How how and why? Because it does sound vaguely familiar. I don't remember. Didn't we? I don't remember what it was. Maybe down in telephone. What? And it's even we it's what? the remake. That's right. That's right. And we talked about that too. I think there might have been a Kurt Cameron. It's a Kurt, yeah, it's a Kurt. Because because we had Cameron him watch like Fireproof or one of those Kurt Cameron ones, yes. and then we talked about that, and that's what led us to the computer wore tennis shoes and the discovery that it's actually a remake. Yes. And, and the fact that Peyton Reed directed yeah, yeah. the computer wore tennis shoes, who would later go on to do like Ant Man and like Yes Man and The Breakup. Oh, what a goodness. weird, 
What a weird turn of events. <laughs> I, I mean, I have to see the computer wore tennis shoes at some point. Ryan's going to end up. Ryan, just to give you a heads up, you're going to be seeing the computer wore tennis shoes. Maybe even the 1969 version. It's Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. It's programmed for laughs. I'm going to have to seek that out. I just, I need to see that. It sounds so bizarre. Ruth Buzzy uh, played Chuck's mom. There you go. A little Ruth Buzzy action. Ruth Buzzy and Surf 2. The end <laughs> of the trilogy. <laughs> All right. I think probably Why by not? that point her career was waning a little bit, maybe. I would imagine. I don't, I don't really know. Anyway, director Randall M. Badot. See what he did. Did he do Surf 1? Nope. He did uh, Surf 2. I don't think there is a Surf 1. <laughs> the only movie that he directed was Surf 2. That was it. That's it? Yep. He hasn't done anything that else. That was it. That's how my character list him for now. Uh, yeah. Wow. Okay, there's a character named Cindy Lou and one named Lindy Sue. I forget which one she is, but she was the more identifiable one. So, doing her name sound familiar. Uh, well, since Cindy Lou is Kareen Boer, I would imagine I would imagine her because she actually has a picture. El Bigabina? No, no, an IMDb. Yeah, she's definitely looking at these. She's definitely the more. Uh, recognizable one, I guess. She was she was in Veronica Mars. She was in Murder in the First, like a whole bunch of TV stuff. She's kind of a character actor from the looks of it. Dream on, ugh, God, I hated that show. She was young as shit. You probably, you probably remember her from Murder She Wrote. Probably, yeah. I know you're big. Likely, I know you're big Angela Lansbury fan fanboy. Run- Write Angela Lansbury fanfic. Murder, she wrote fanfic. <laughs> uh, that'd be great if that was true. Well, it might be. Who knows? Who knows what he does? We'll unearth it one day. He's got all the time in the world. He could be writing numerous fanfics right now. Probably is. I wouldn't be surprised. He probably has a reboot. He's probably working on Surf 3 right now. <laughs> Here's okay. So my next question about this is that I'm looking at the poster. It says the end of a trilogy, Surf Two, the movie that gives insanity a bad name. And instead of like a cast list or anything like that, it just says Circle Jerks, The Untouchables, Venture, uh, Beach Boys. Like it, so, it just lists Thomas Dolby. Yeah, so it just lists who I'm guessing is on the soundtrack, unless these bands are actually in the movie. Is it just the no, soundtrack? The, or these... the, the Beach Boys have a few songs. This. So, I mean, judging from this, it sounds like it has a decent soundtrack. What do you think on the soundtrack? Boingo Boingo? It was actually pretty good. Thomas Dolby in there? And more. Uh, and more. I mean, <laughs> and more could be anyone. Yeah. I mean, it looks like a pretty gnarly soundtrack. I could I could, the, I could get behind that. Was the that. soundtrack gnarly? <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. All right. Was it the best part of the movie? Uh, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. It looks like there's a. a... Oh, right now, Mega Man says despite what the film was, there was never another one. Mm. Now, also judging from the poster, it looks as though there is a naked woman holding up a beer riding on the back of a frog. Does that happen? I don't remember. There are all naked women. Top women. But was there one right? I I feel as though you would remember if this well, happened. See, there also there's a point where there's frogs racing. Okay. Okay. So it's hard for me to do and now there are frogs. Yeah, and naked women if you look, riding. yeah, if you look behind I, the woman, they're racing those frogs. I know, but I just. Oh yeah, they were know. making while they were racing their topless. Okay, but I feel as though that this should be a pretty straightforward answer because it's it's a frog, and you would have a naked woman riding on it like a horse, holding a beer. I feel as though you would remember if that she, happened. She doesn't really ride on it. Okay, does she do anything close to that? She's standing there. Also, are the frogs I mean, the size of horses? Because it looks like it's enormous. The frog, no, they're like normal size frogs. Mm. Okay. Is it a gnarly frog race? Um, When they're racing, frogs jump off of each other. Oh, it's when you leapfrog. It was every frog for themselves. <laughs> it was nice. every frog for themselves. Okay. Uh, now I'm also noticing on here there's a what appears to be a, an extremely overweight man eating a pile of maybe that's waffles, or it could be French toast. It French looks like toast. It be French yeah, I, the on my screen at least the poster is pretty small and very blurry. That, that might be the dumb guy. Okay, but I think I'm looking at the poster. Looks like he's eating a shark. And it looks like there's also someone humping a garbage can. Yeah, I was going to say, it looks like there's some sort of trash humping going on here. It looks like like a couple couple punk rockers humping some trash. I don't remember that, but it may have happened while I was glancing down my phone recently. Mm. Gotcha. Blink and you miss it. The, the trash humping. <laughs> I want to do some investigative work on what this Odyssey logo is up here at the top. Like, what's that all about? Odyssey. It's just it's, it's Odyssey, man. I just I, I want to know what it is. I need to I need to look at this. I don't know if it's like a distributor. I never heard of Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Me either. I think they were probably one and done with Surf Two. Well, according to Wikipedia Media Home Entertainment released this movie. Uh, someone just someone just jumped on the poster. Oh, this is uh this was released by um Charles Band's company, the guy who did uh Puppet Master and all of those movies, the Doll Man movies mm. and Demonic Toys. It kinda also felt like uh uh why can't uh who talk of trauma? It yeah, when when I was yeah, when I was looking at it and 
watching the trailer and stuff, I I de- definitely got that uh, that feeling. Only, only, only like trauma. There was a trauma movie called God. Surf Nazis Must Die, and this was one that we were considering giving to you. And it's this actually sounds a lot like Surf Nazis Must Die. That wasn't a very overly violent trauma movie. Yeah. You think they kind of it took? Mm. You think they lifted some things from Surf Two? Um, when did well? First of all, when did Surf Nazis Must Die come out? Eighty-seven. Okay, so yeah, they probably did. Mm. Caught your ass. Yeah, they they might have. They might have uh, lifted gotcha. it. Who knows? So I got to the gotcha. bottom of the whole Odyssey logo thing there. God. Yeah, I know you were. Yeah. I know you were all very curious what that little Odyssey logo was. That's the UK distributor nice. for the movie. They they released fifty seven movies in the UK. All, all of them surf two variations. There was one called Diamond Editions. One called Scum. There was one called nice. Getting It On. Right. Looks like the last movie they released was in two thousand one, mm. called A Crack in the Floor. Oh no! Ooh. I wonder if they're like the uh, UK trauma. Well, they're just—I don't think so. Looking at looking at their lineup here, it looks like they just release bad stuff, like cheap uh-huh. kind of cheap stuff. They they released some movie called Unabomber: The True Story. Damn, Unabomber! They probably got to, they probably dug deep, got to the heart of that whole situation. Yeah. It's the it's the real story behind the hunt for Theodore J. Kaczynski. They broke that case wide open. Odyssey. Interesting. All right. Any final thoughts before we give you a drum roll on Surf 2? Uh, should have been funnier. Should have been funnier. Hmm. <clears throat> a little funnier, but I, I feel like all that going for it was being funny. I see. And it just ended up being annoying. That's really. I gotta say, I'm actually really disappointed. So I was kind of really looking forward to Surf too. Yeah, I was gonna try to watch it. Also, I might still. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I'm still. I, th- I think I might still too. Hopefully, I can get it in before the the next Ryan watches a movie, and hopefully, I like it because I'm just gonna tack your ass. Good luck with the audio. I'm gonna chew your ass out, Mikey. It sounds terrible. Bad audio. Uh, I have the six around speakers, and there were many, many times where I could barely tell what they were saying. Mm-hmm. It's just so old, so shittily done. Yeah, this mm-hmm. never had a proper, uh, according to... Say, it's probably like a VHS rip, Yeah, right? the one that you got, is, this is actually on YouTube. I was going to mention this. You can watch this on YouTube. Just search for Surf 2, and it's up It's up there. According to Wikipedia, Up All Night Films released uh, the DVD, which says that it is available on Amazon.com, but it, it's like manufactured on demand. So like it's going to take yeah. a while for you to get it, I'm guessing. Okay. I think that's a cool yeah, idea, though, like, like to to for these really obscure movies to just kind of do it on yeah. on demand. Yeah, if you're able to, it makes more sense than you know manufacturing like fifty of them. Now I'm looking at um, imagine being one of the workers in one of the factories. Uh we need you to go ahead and press the copy of Surf to the VHS. I'm looking on Amazon. The VHS for this. 
looks amazing. I I right. kind of want just the box for the VHS because it just looks so incredibly 80s. They actually, I'm not seeing it on Amazon, so you might be stuck with the YouTube. No. Because the, they have it on VHS on, on Amazon, but it's like $48 for the VHS mm. copy. Wow. Which is goodness. That's crazy. And eBay might have a DVD if there was one. What if Ryan, what if I told you that on Letterboxd the average rating for Surf 2 is 3.3 out of 5, which is was, that's a pretty I decent was rating. Well, fucking dog. <laughs> and oh, it was that based on It's it's been watched by 158 people. Oh my god. No. Uh... <laughs> No way! No way is it close to a seven out of ten. <laughs> no way! Did anyone rate it five out of five? Well, I got two. I got a four star. I got a four and a half star. Wow! Another four star. What the hell? What there's the there's uh, three people. Three people rated it five out of five. Four and a, uh, six people rated it four and a half. What what kind of drugs are these people on? Probably good ones. Yeah. Apparently. It's a fun kind. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see what your score is. Ryan, what do you give Surf 2? Two. Two out of ten. <laughs> yeah, I was going to go lower. But you bumped it because I told you about the 3.3 on Letterboxd. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's well that was it's nice to know how easily you can be influenced he doesn't want to let down the 158 people on letterbox that he does not follow and do they do not follow him back he doesn't want to let those people down i like mr monstrosity's review on letterbox the usa up all nightiest usa up all night movie ever made <laughs> and it reminded me of usa up all night <laughs> And I feel well, really nostalgic for that right now. USL all night. What that? that wow. <laughs> yes, can, I guess I can see it on there. Can I? Can, is it all right if I give you guys a little information on National Get Gnarly Day? Yes, please. I want to know more <laughs> about this. I did as well because I thought that this was a very specific thing and i found that odd so apparently back in 2016 and what i love about national get gnarly day it is that it has the most ungnarliest origin story so it so, was hold on before before you continue it's the 28th of july right yeah so this is this is tomorrow right so national get gnarly day is tomorrow and this started in 2016 by guess who Whirlpool Corporation. <laughs> Whirlpool. <laughs> <They> lost... <laughs> Whirlpool. Whirlpool. <laughs> they launched the, the yeah. yeah. <laughs> They launched a campaign to put some gnarliness into everything they did, right? And the N A R is capitalized in gnarliness. All right. And it was to encourage their employees to get excited about reaching goals and making customers happy, right? And the NAR stands for North American Region. Oh, which no. Is, which is us. And <laughs> apparently, 
it was it was such a big hit. Campaign was huge. All the employees loved it. Everyone at Whirlpool lost their fucking minds. So they said, let's take this shit national. And now we have national get gnarly day, July 29th. No one is going to have business for a pool. July 29th or 28th? 28th, right? 28th. Friday. Yes, 28th. Okay. I just don't want people to miss it. I don't want somebody <laughs> no, to wake right? up. I don't want somebody to wake up Saturday and be like, "It's time to get gnarly," and then have one of their friends be like, "You fucking idiot! It was yesterday," and then have him be like, "Oh my god!" and then kill himself. Yeah, because that probably would happen. Yeah, apparently it's always the last Friday in July. I guess the last Friday of July is the gnarliest day. Well, if you think about it, you know that's like you're you're deep in summer at that point. So. That is I true. would that I is would true. imagine that that is when the gnarly quotient is highest. I would imagine. And I, I well, I mean, I have to follow this up. I have to ask you guys, what are you planning to do on National Get Gnarly Day? Sleep. Oh. <laughs> Sleep. <laughs> so basically, it's just going to be a normal, normal everyday Friday for for Ryan. Correct. I don't know. Maybe I'll go to the beach, catch some waves. There you go. Although I'm. Actually, mm-hmm. sort of a sort of afraid to get into the water in New York. Yeah, okay. Not right. not the ocean in general, just in just New York where I live. Okay. Yeah, okay. I just can't imagine that it's very I nice. And clean. I don't like getting in the water. I can't see it, so I won't be surfing. Mm. <laughs> That's what's holding you back, right? Yeah. I can't see in that water. <laughs> I'm not going in there. Other than that, he would be ripping them waves. Maybe I'll hit up Coney Island, get some get some Nathan's dogs, take a ride on the Wonder there Wheel. Go. There you go. Sounds like a pretty gnarly day to me. But I have to work, so I probably won't do any of that. Oh. I'll probably get up and go to work and come home well, and watch you, like three movies and go to sleep. When you get to work, try bringing up you know, launching a campaign to bring some gnarliness into everything that you guys do, like reaching your goals, make customers happy, North uh, America region. Mm, <laughs> nah. Gnarly days seem like way too much work. I'm not proactive enough to this. Yeah, because I mean you gotta do some you gotta do some hardcore stuff. <clears throat> I mean, you didn't even want to do hardcore when we did this podcast. No. Yeah, it did. yeah, you were at the beginning. You were just like, nah, not not, not this week. It. If, if I want to do some hardcore, I'll watch Lucy again. Watch Lucy again? Yeah, that's what gave me the hardcore. I know. I remember. Yeah. I want to Lucy and not surf two. Exactly, right. surf one and not part of a trilogy. Okay. I am actually curious to know what happened to the director since he only did one movie. Let's. Uh... Do you have to make another movie though after Surf Two, end of the trilogy? No, but and you know when I see when I see essentially the stuff, made a trilogy that's one movie. Like I don't know if you can top that really. It just makes me wonder, like what what is he doing? Does he have a day job? Like is he just working? I mean, he's a writer. He wrote. The movie that made for TV movie called River World. Mm. Well, there you, there you go. He came out in 2010. Come he on, did he, uh, he did War Games: The Dead Code, 2008. He made, he made a shit ton of money off of that, and he's just fucking chilling. Maybe he's just doing his thing. Maybe 
I guess Obviously. that's cool. All right. Any final thoughts, Ryan, before we end it this week? Nope. Nope. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can send us your questions and topics to podcast at filmpulse.net. Follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net, at filmpulsekevin, and at my legs don't work. And if you have a minute, take a look at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash filmpulse. Consider helping us out by becoming a subscriber. For Kevin Rakestraw and Ryan Holes, my name is Adam Patterson. We will see you next week. Bye, everybody.